friends and family, welcome back to another exciting episode of Capes and Japes. Um, we are here, um, we're here to, we're here to talk about a few wild things, um, as we reach the end of November. I hope everyone is doing well. I need to stop spinning in my chair because it's spinning me away from the microphone. <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm very, I'm very excited to, uh, get into some content. Um, cause I think, I think we might've mentioned this in our past episodes. Um, but we talked about a few, um, some of Jack Kirby's most famous DC creations. Um, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda. Um, and we talked about some of their history with the Jack Kirby, like, New Gods, Fourth World mythos. Um, and so I thought for today we could, uh, just kind of do, like, a rundown of, uh, some of the other colorful characters, um, in that sort of, you know, sphere. Um, some of them possibly could have enough to do, like, a full episode on them at some point in the future, if, like, anybody's like, I really want to hear more about this guy. Um, a lot of them don't, um, which is why we're kind of putting them, putting a bunch in one episode, um, but, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, golly, um. How was the research for this one, Olivia? Um, it was, uh, a journey that I went on. Um, I, first of all, I don't, I don't know if I want to talk about Funky Flashman first <laughs> or last, um, because he's not really, like, He's not part of all of the new gods stuff, but I still think it's important <laughs> that we touch on him. Um, well, we might as well get him out of the way. Let's yeah, let's get him out of the way, and then we don't. Um, so, Funky Flashman, who we also referenced when we were talking about um, Mister Miracle. Um, so, Jack uh, Jack Kirby came to DC and uh, created all of these, you know, fourth world new gods stories um for DC um because he had been pretty unhappy with how he was being treated at Marvel Comics um his creative partnership with Stanley uh had ended pretty acrimoniously um after, like, Kirby felt that, uh, Stan Lee had, like, not been giving him proper credit, um, for his ideas and had kind of been, like, taking advantage, um, of him and his talents. Um, and by and large, like, most people in hindsight kind of come down in Kirby's favor on that argument. Um, but 
you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that we can never know what happened, uh, exactly. Um, and I think, I think he did take it very personally, um, as evidenced by the existence of Funky Flashman. Um, so there's this Mr. Miracle, uh, story early on, um, where, uh, this, uh, this entrepreneur named Funky Flashman, uh, hears about Mr. Miracle's, like, escape artist act. And he's, like, Funky Flashman is, uh, pretty much a con artist. Um, and he, in what's maybe the meanest part of this, he lives with a, um, a, like, sidekick slash butler slash, like, personal assistant named Houseroy, um, who is generally assumed to be, like, a, a parody of, uh, Roy Thomas, who, like, took after, took over editor-in-chief of Marvel after Stanley, um, and was, is, like, portrayed as just, like, doing everything that Funky says and, like, you know, taking care of all of his business for him and just, like, hanging on his every word and fawning on him. Um, Scathing. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, and Funky Flashman, um, again, it's never stated that he is a parody of Stan Lee, but... The first thing he does is put on a disguise that makes him look exactly like Stanley. Um so it's like nobody's making too much of a leap of imagination here. It's not like they looked at this character and they're like, "Huh. Do you think that's Stanley?" They looked at a thing that this character did and they were like, "Okay, I think he's trying to say something." <laughs> I think he's trying to make a point here. Um because uh what he does is just, uh, basically, he is a man, god, it's so brutal, he is a man who has, like, no actual talents of his own besides, like, you know, kind of, like, being a con artist and manipulator, um, who sees, uh, Mr. Miracle's, like, talents as a way to, like, exploit him and make money. <laughs> Um, and in his, like, uh, in his first appearance, he, like, uh, ends up, like, stealing a mother box, um, from Mr. Miracle. Yeah, and then, like, the female Furies, like, show up, and there's all this chaos, and, um, he, uh, like, the female Furies end up, like, chasing him to his house, um, and he, like, you know, like pushes, like, his, like, house Roy at them to, like, use as a distraction, and then, like, hightails it, and, like, you know, <laughs> leaves his exploding house. God, let me find, I, there was a quote from this that is just, like, <laughs> in the shadow world between success and failure, there lives the driven little man who dreams of having it all. The opportunistic spoiler without character or values who preys on all things like a cannibal. Like death and taxes, we all must deal with him. That is um, incredible. It's vicious. Um, and it's like, 
God, there's even like there's a moment like uh later when like you know that the his like house is burning down because the female furies like you know chased him there and he's like running away from it and he like refers to like the like visual of the flames as a marvel of contrast specifically so like it's yeah it's stanley it's stanley and jack kirby i just love thinking about jack kirby like okay where is the line between people not getting it? Oh, my dogs are upset about something. <laughs> Where's the line between people not getting it and me getting sued? Because <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get as close to the line as I can. Um, anyways, he like, he pops up, um throughout kind of Mr. Miracle's career and in like a few other places. Um nobody uh nobody holds quite the same vitriol for him that Jack Kirby does. Um but that's you know, he's not really connected to any of like the new gods apocalypse stuff. Um but he is um a pretty funny story. In the, uh, the whole mythos around Mr. Miracle. Um, but, uh, so, who else, uh, who else is there of the, of the new gods? Probably the most, um, well-known, not like, not even that well-known, the most prolific, maybe, um... I guess besides Darkseid, obviously. The most prolific outside of Darkseid and Mr. Miracle and Big Barda um, is probably Orion, um, who we talked about briefly as uh, Mr. Miracle's backstory is that uh, Darkseid and Highfather, the two, like, opposing rulers of these, like, opposing worlds, exchanged sons so that they would, you know, have a reason not to completely destroy each other's planets. Um, and uh, Scott was Highfather's son that got sent to Apocalypse with Darkseid, and Orion is Darkseid's son who got sent to be raised by Highfather. Um, and uh, he's got this, like, this, <laughs> this crazy-looking, like, jetpack contraption um and this big weird helmet um and he you know as you would expect um he has a uh you know high father raises him as his own child and he is you know well taken care of and provided for because they're on the good guy planet <laughs> um and he um you know, decides to follow in the footsteps of, like, the new gods of New Genesis and, uh, fight against evil and corruption and all of the things that, uh, Darkseid and Apocalypse stand for. Um, but throughout that, he's kind of, you know, struggling with the, uh, the part of him that is, you know, descended from Darkseid. Uh, obviously he has like a lot of uh 
a lot of issues with like, uh, you know, anger and violent outbursts and, you know, trying to, uh, keep that in check. Um, and, you know, like to kind of, uh, try and the, the, the story of any sort of descendant of an extremely evil parent um is the like you know oh am i destined to do evil things is it in my genes to be evil was i born bad yes exactly um but he uh he becomes a very powerful kind of like warrior for new genesis um managed to you know, manages to, to channel his, uh, his anger and his, uh, ruthlessness into fighting evil instead of, you know, just fighting whoever. Um, he, um, he has teamed up with, uh, he's shown up on Earth a few times. He's been on the Justice League for, um, a few brief periods. He, has interacted with uh Barda and Scott and like there's some weirdness with him and Scott um for obvious reasons but they uh you know they're ultimately like friends and allies and weird sort of brothers um he um at one point like, during one of, like, the post, uh, post-Kirby, like, New Gods stuff, he kills Darkseid, and then he, like, um, he, uh, he kills Darkseid, and then Darkseid uses time travel to kill Orion in the past. How? He's um, dead. Darkseid? <laughs> we gotta get him. This is a w- um, weird paradox. Even the dogs are upset about it. Listen, I am too. I there's so much stuff that I was like in reading, doing basically all of the research for this. I was like, I am glad right now that I'm not doing a full episode on some of these people because I cannot make hide nor hair of what is happening here. (laughs) Um, Which, if we do decide to do full episodes on any of them, I will figure it out. But currently, I was like, do not understand this. The whole Um, episode's just like, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I just don't know. I I don't freaking know. Um, Orion is... uh, Often depicted alongside uh, Light Ray, who's another uh, hero of New Genesis, um, and was like, uh, you know, born and raised on on New Genesis, um, who is kind of, uh, he's got like solar powers, so he can shoot like light beams and stuff, as the name implies. Um, But like, Compared to Orion, who has, you know, all of this 
angst and all of these tumultuous emotions that he has to keep in check. Um, Light Ray is, is generally a, like, pretty kind of, uh, optimistic, earnest guy. Um, he's very pretty. He has, like, really long hair. Um, and he's like, you know, we should just solve problems with, like, hope and by talking things out instead of violence. Um, just kind of like this ultimate ideal of what you would expect, like, a hero from this, like, utopian world of immortal beings, um, to be like, <laughs> um, which, you know, t in, uh, his sporadic appearances since the initial, like, New God series um, has led to, like, people being like, what if he went evil? Um, or uh, the Tom King version, which is just like, what if he was just insufferably annoying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's more uh, plausible than going evil. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but, uh, they also, Orion is also, um, ends up marrying a, uh, another new god named Becca, um, but it's with two Ks, so, d you know, it's a... Spacey. It's space, it's a space name. Um, Becca is, um, she's the daughter of, uh... Himon, who is the, uh, the one who was leading the kind of, like, secret, like, resistance on Apocalypse that both Scott and Barda became part of. Um, but, um, she, uh, she lived with him on Apocalypse for a while, even though they were both New Genesis Sians. Um, New Genesian? And Genesian? Yeah, that's that's probably better. Um, she, um, she has a, uh, a special power where she can, like, kind of, uh, manipulate people's emotions. The idea, I guess, is that she's, like, kind of, like, they're all, like, new gods, and she's sort of, like, a god of love, um, who, like, influences people to fall in love with her, um, which, uh, you know, is not usually a superpower that you associate with, like, the good guys. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, stuff with, like, mental manipulation is usually, uh. Yeah. She's, like, she's, doesn't usually use it to, like, you know, like, control people. Um, but it's like, oh, she, you know, brings out people's, like, repressed feelings. Um, or she just, like, unconsciously has people falling in love with her all the time. At one point, she, um, in, uh, Superman, Batman, she, like, Batman falls in love with her. Um, while they're, like, working together to rescue Superman because there's some sort of, like, apocalypse thing that they have to rescue Superman from. You know. You know how it goes. Um, um, and always. she also... Always. Yeah, of course. She also, um, during... I think 
during New 52, there was this, like, kind of, like, Green Lantern, New Gods crossover thing where she ended up having, like, some sort of, like, weird, intense relationship with Sinestro um, that I definitely did not understand. So if anybody <laughs> knows anything about that and wants to explain it to me, that would be fine. Um... Trying to read about a New Gods Green Lanterns crossover um, involves so many words <laughs> that I don't know what they are. Um, it is uh, truly, uh, truly mind-boggling. Um, should also mention, we're going through some uh, New Genesis types. Um, Hi, Father. Obviously, it's the uh, the leader of New Genesis. Um, his uh, real name or his like given name is um, well, it's I Z A Y A. Um, and I'm a big anime nerd, so I assumed for a long time it was uh, Isaiah. Um, but I realized. <laughs> Uh, that apparently it's supposed to be, like, a, a variation on Isaiah, which does make more sense given, you know, the kind of, like, biblical, like, God implications. Um, but I was just like, oh, like, the guy in dura ra 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 Yeah, I know him. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, High Father is, I think, in kind of the initial New Gods series is, like, a a portrayed as, you know, just kind of, like, a very sort of, like, stoic, benevolent king, um, who's just kind of, you know, there, uh, to, like, tell people, like, things to do that they can listen to, um, which, again, like, uh, Light Ray, in the time since then, um, people have, like, taken the opportunity as they're always gonna do with, like, you know, figures like this to be, like, maybe he's not that great. Which, like, to be, like, it's not that there's no, <laughs> not that there's a complete lack of, uh, maybe High Father isn't that great initially because, like, you know, Scott's his son and Scott's a very sympathetic character and, uh, Bear's some kind of challenging feelings towards him and being like, I am your son and you gave me a way to be tortured for eternity in hell. Um, maybe not that great. Maybe not that great. Um, but like, you know, since then, various interpretations have like taken various degrees of like, oh, you know, he's like a guy who is, you know, trying to make difficult decisions about what was best for his people, or, like, he's, he's, she's mega fucked. What if he was just as bad as Darkseid, actually? Um, not, not very often, but, you know, there's always gonna be, there's always gonna be that, uh, opportunity. Um, there's, um, uh, Forager is a character who crops up a lot, who's, like, so there's this, like, race of, uh, like, bug people who live, 
on New Genesis um, that, that are like... Why? Yes? If you've got a cool race of bug people, why do you also have ones that look just like humans? I don't... Just go for the bug people. That's so much more interesting. I mean, it is more interesting. Like, for like, they're not technically new gods, I don't think, because it was like they evolved after, uh, like, New Genesis and Apocalypse, like, went to war, um, and they have to deal with, like, bug racism uh, from everyone else on New Genesis. Um, I thought this was supposed to be a utopia. Uh, it's so weird. Maybe it's not perfect. <gasps> um, but uh, he, uh, Forager is one of the bug people who um, becomes kind of, uh, you know, teams up with Orion um, and some of the other new gods to uh, help them fight against Darkseid. Um, and then later, like, the original Forager dies, and then there's a new girl Forager, who I think is also, is still, like, one of the same bug people, but they just pass the title down. Okay. <laughs> like the Dread Pirate Roberts, maybe? Um, uh, who else? Um, Metron, we mentioned briefly uh metron is sort of uh this metron's like one of like kind of comes to scott while scott is like still on apocalypse um but he's a new god who doesn't ally himself with new genesis or apocalypse and has kind of uh assigned himself the role of just, like, watching things unfold as they happen without interfering. Um, he also, like, invented the boom tubes, which are, like, the special, like, teleporting technology that new gods use. Um, he invented them along with, uh, Himon. Um. For a second, which is my brain was like, he invented Himon? <laughs> Yes, he invented him. Incredible. His mind. Um, but, uh, I'm never... <laughs> Boom tubes are also just a prime example of, like, some of these names are so cool, and some of these names are so silly. Um, you they're need... Just, they're called... They're, you need a mix of good and silly. Yeah, you do. They're called boom tubes because they go boom when you use them. Makes sense? Go boom. Um, but, uh, Metron's one who's, like, uh, cropped up in various places, um, even, like, kind of, like, outside of New God stuff, like, in, during various, like, crises and stuff, um, partly just, like, you know, sometimes you need to have, like, you need to have a reason to have an extremely powerful character show up. And, like, give somebody information that, like, they're not necessarily going to act on. Um, or sometimes you need a, um, com a sentient 
computer program to manipulate Maxwell Lord into creating the Justice League International. Yeah, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah, and then uh, they go, and Scott's like, they're like, oh shit, okay, we gotta find where this thing came from, and they break in, and Scott's like, oh shit, uh, Metron, um, hey, we definitely do not want to fight you. (laughs) I know it kind of seems like we do, but we don't. Anyway. We don't. Your computer's uh, on the fritz, I think. Uh, gained sentience? Manipula- manipulated a human man? Yeah, okay. Cool, thanks. Yeah, Metron will fix it, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. It's fine. Um, he, um, he flies around in this big floating chair called the Mobius chair, um, which is very cool. Um... And he, uh, yeah, he does a lot of, uh, stuff that I don't really understand. Um, but, uh, one time he, uh, he convinces, uh, he, like, gets Batman to, like, resist the power of the anti-life equation by, uh, reminding him that he's never been alone, which is very nice of him. Um, That is really nice. Yeah, it's really, it's just sweet. Um, one of the, uh, there's also the Forever People who are, who were one of the other, like, they had their own title when Jack Kirby first launched, like, the Fourth World stuff. It was, like, the New Gods, which was, like, a lot focused on, like, kind of Orion and Light Ray stuff, um... And Mr. Miracle and the Forever People. And the Forever People were like teen new gods. Um, And they all had like, they each had like their own thing. um, Where like, uh, one of them was like, uh, one of them like shot electricity and one of them made illusions. Um, and one of them was, like, a cowboy. Um. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. And one of them was maybe the first, uh, black superhero at DC. Which, um, I mean, is cool. Um, it's too bad that absolutely nobody (laughs) knows who the forever people are anymore. Um. Yeah. But, um, they, uh, they could, they could combine their powers to summon this being called the Infinity Man, which is the thing I understood the least (laughs) while I was doing this, because I found things that said that the Infinity Man was, like, actually, like, Darkseid's brother, who he, like overthrew when he was, like, trying to take the throne of Apocalypse, and then things that said, like, the Infinity Man was, like, part of High Father, but it was, like, like, kind of, like, the, like, sensitive, like, compassionate part of High Father that he, like, cast aside so that he could be a more effective ruler. Um, and then also something where it was, like, he's, like, 
part, he's like an aspect of the source, which is like the kind of like god of the new gods. It's like the force that like created them. Um, so I have no fucking clue what this dude's situation is. This just um, sounds like people telling urban legends around a fire. Like, well, I heard that he- Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um. It's probably just like a Captain Planet sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, he's just a Captain Planet guy. Um, anyways, I wish I could explain that more, but I- could not comprehend it. Um, so, uh, on the, um, on the apocalypse end of things, um, some major players, we have Darkseid, obviously. We've already done a whole episode about Darkseid, but, you know, he's just a very, very big, very, very evil man. Um, his, uh, he has, like, a head torturer, um, named Desaad, um, named after the Marquis Desaad, but it's spelled, like, D-E-S-A-A-D, um, who, like, possibly was, um, Darkseid tells this story to Eclipso at one point about how Desaad, like, used to be, like, from New Genesis, and Darkseid, like, corrupted him, into coming to Apocalypse and becoming Darkseid's head torturer. Um, he's, um, largely portrayed as just kind of like, like an opportunistic little weasel who just, you know, wants to be horrible and, uh, hurt people. Um, and doesn't necessarily have, like, a lot of loyalty to Darkseid so much as he is afraid of him and also... Darkseid is giving him opportunities to do horrible things and hurt people. Um, he also, we've mentioned him briefly before because there was a very weird thing where he possessed Mary Marvel, um, for reasons that still don't seem sufficiently explained. Um, but, uh, Mary Marvel went evil for a bit because she got possessed. I think this was after, like, after death of the new gods, but before the new gods all came back and weren't dead anymore. Um, but he took over Mary Marvel and turned her evil, um, I guess. And then, you know, they'd save her and she's fine. Um, there's, um, apparently also he's in the Snyder Cut of Justice League, so. Oh. Oh boy. Um, you know, I speaking heard of the Snyder. Oh, yes, that the Snyder Cut doesn't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> they like they, the first installment comes out on HBO Max or whatever, and it's just Zack Snyder. Like, listen, guys, <laughs> this really got away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you make one offhand comment about your vision, and people think that you have a whole film that you could edit. No, we went back and shot this. We went back and filmed a whole other movie. I don't know why you wanted this. <laughs> I guess we should have just made a sequel to Justice League in retrospect, but we have this, so here it is. Um, speaking of uh, Justice League 2017, um, Steppenwolf is a um, 
is a apocalyptian. Um, he's Darkseid's uncle, which I find funnier than I should. No, no, it's very good. It's just very if, funny. Imagining Darkseid having an uncle is just yeah. All right. Right. Okay. Yep. I guess. I yes, I am the embodiment of control and the erasure of free will and evil, and this is my uncle. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Um, but he um he first shows up in flashbacks because um Highfather killed him. Because Steppenwolf killed Highfather's wife, um, which was possibly, like, a scheme on Darkseid's part because he wanted, like, to start a war, um, because he loves war, um, but, uh, Why don't he you does just come back. Start a war by, like, literally starting a war. <laughs> or is it more fun to try to goad someone into a war? I think probably, like, probably since it's dark side, it would be, like, very satisfying for him to be like, Oh, hi, father, you murdered someone for revenge. Like, that's not cool. That's not what your, like, you know, ideals represent. Ooh, also, I'm gonna blow you up. <laughs> um, so he shows up in flashbacks in the early new god stuff and then he you know comes back to life because of you know whatever comics um <laughs> yeah just because comics it's what happens uh we talked about some of the uh the female furies um they're all uh women most of them have very uh you know thematic names sorry um like stampa who, you know, has big boots that she steps on and kicks things with, and Guillotina, who has, like, big blades that she swings around, and Lashina, who uses whips, like, stuff like that. Um, they're all under the command of Granny Goodness, um, who- Oh, also, there's one named, like, Bernadette, um, who's, like, a- Like, a weird, like, kind of, like, a spooky goth priestess lady- um, who has a knife, um, is also just very kind of ominous looking. Um, you love it. You love to see it. Uh, Granny Goodness, we've also mentioned a few times, um, as, you know, kind of the, uh, the boss of the female Furies and also in charge of, uh, you know, torturing children and breaking their spirits to join Darkseid's army. Um, she's not good. She's very bad. Um, uh, Glorious Godfrey, um, I think is very cool. Um, mostly I just like this villain archetype. Um, Glorious Godfrey is, like, this kind of, uh, like, very, like, good-looking guy who, like, mostly what he does is, you know, in kind of this, uh, evil evangelical preacher way, like, uh, try and, you know, like, turn people against each other. 
Um, he also has a sister named Amazing Grace, um, who does sort of the same thing. Um, but he, um, he shows up, like, in human disguise occasionally as, like, um, like, you know, like, an extremist radio host, or, like, an actual priest, um, or, uh, you know, like, stuff like that, kind of trying to, uh, to, you know, rev people up and, like, discredit, like, whatever superheroes are currently trying to do to fight, uh, Darkseid. Um, also, like, always, like, using, like, some sort of, like, alias of, like, G. Gordon Godfrey or, like, Godfrey Good, um, which, um, it, like, very, in a very obvious sort of, like, <laughs> Jack Kirby hates, like, people like this. Um, <laughs> like, very clearly intended to be, like, kind of a, uh, uh, cond- condemnation of, uh, various sort of, uh, figureheads, um, especially right-wing figureheads who, you know, uh, convince people, um, that, you know, what they think is true isn't really true. It's not like that's relevant at all currently. Um, but, uh, um, Kanto, oh my god, I'm obsessed with this dude. Um, (laughs) Kanto is, um, K-A-N-T-O. Kanto is, like, Darkseid's, um, head assassin. And Kanto is, is also a name that gets, like, passed down for, like, Darkseid's, like, main assassins. Um, but he's initially training under Granny Goodness. Um, and his, uh, birth name is, uh, Eluthan. Um, and he, uh, steals from, uh, the current Kanto, um, and he gets exiled to, uh, Renaissance Italy, um. Okay. Yeah, which, like, I don't know if, like, I don't know if it's, like, this is happening on Apocalypse during the Renaissance era on Earth, or if they exile him to the past. Um, but he, like, he goes to Renaissance Italy, and he, like, trains in, you know, like, sword fighting and poisons and all this stuff, um, and, uh, falls in love with a woman, um. I was really hoping it was gonna be Leonardo da Vinci. (laughs) He falls in love with Leonardo da Vinci, um, and then the, uh, the original canto manages to track him down on Earth and, uh, kills his wife, because, like, I think he's still mad that, uh, this guy stole from him or whatever, and then they fight, and Iluthan wins and becomes the new Kanto, and he just, he dresses, he dresses in this, like, batshit, like, renaissance outfit with, like, a swishy cape and, like, a big, like, pointy hat, um, and, like, a long tunic, but with, like, these weird, like, sci-fi, like, belts and stuff, um, 
Like, he lo- like, he's, like, based on, like, Cesare Borgia and, like, Errol Flynn. Um, but also he looks like, he looks like Dandelion from the Witcher games, <laughs> but, like, in space. Um, it's, like, it's whack. Um, and it's so, like, it's so funny to me that, like, you know, like, Darkseid's whole thing is, like, eliminating free will and, like, crushing people's spirits. But this one dude was like, I want to dress like a cool, like, Italian Renaissance swashbuckler. And Darkseid was just like, yeah, buddy, go nuts. (laughs) Go for it. We support you. you. Um, but, um, he, uh, he's implied to have, like, a little bit more of a conscience than some other apocalyptians. Um, he, like, fights Scott a few times and, you know, is trying to kill him. Um, but, uh, treats him with respect. Um... You know, kind of a kind of an Inigo Montoya situation, but like the first first appearance of Inigo Montoya situation. Um, it's so God. Just I'm just looking at pictures of him now. <laughs> I love I his love look. This look. I love his look. Um, and um, also. Oh, we've been talking for so long. Okay, the last one. I'm going to touch on from Apocalypse is, um, Calabac. Um, and Calabac is, uh, Darkseid's son and kind of, like, a lot of the times portrayed as his, like, second in command. Um, he does not, um, he doesn't, um, he and Orion have different mothers. Um, Calabac is Darkseid's firstborn son um and his mom was a woman that uh supposedly i think this backstory was also added later um a woman that like supposedly dark side like genuinely loved and cared about and then dark side's mother um had her killed because she was worried she was like making dark side less evil um, and it worked, and then Darkseid went, like, super evil, and then he killed his mother. Um, but, um, Calabac is his son, and he's a, um, very large, scary-looking, <laughs> uh, guy. Um, he, um, in the, uh, in the, uh, the Mitch Gerrard's Tom King version, he's, like, drawn as, like, kind of, like, he's got, like, a little bit of, like, a beast thing going on, um, which was, like, the first time I saw him, it was, like, you know, like, you, like, there's, like, a section of your brain that's just, like, dedicated to, like, recognizing faces, and that's why, like, you know, you, like, make faces out of things that, like, aren't actually faces all the time. You're like, oh, the front of that car looks like a face. Yeah. Um, or, like, the moon looks like a face. Um, the moon I looks have like that, a rabbit. Like, <laughs> I, for many people, the moon looks like a face. I have never once seen the face in the moon. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I missing? I like the rabbit better. But the point is, um, 
I have that, but for bugbears. Um, so the first time I saw Mitch Garrett's Calabac and he had like little pointy ears and like, like a huge, like kind of like mane of hair and sort of like little like tusks. I was like, bugbear man? <laughs> um, is, is that a, not uh, really. is that a, is that a bugbear? A bugbear for yeah. Olivia? For me? Um, he's not really, and I don't think he's, like, usually drawn like that so much, uh, by people who aren't Mitch Garrett. Um, but, uh, he is a, um, a pretty prominent member of Darkseid's kind of, uh, inner circle. Um, he, uh, is also, has also been implied to have, like, Maybe, uh, somewhere deep, deep down, um, to not be, like, completely evil. Um, and also that Darkseid, like, maybe, sort of, like, isn't as indifferent to him as he is to most living beings. Um, possibly because he did actually, like um did love his mom um but he does still most of the time he does still you know do uh very evil shit um you know it's kind of it's just uh it's how things how things go on apocalypse um but um if um if he was a if he was a bugbear i would love him a lot more um but that's true about pretty much anything so <laughs> replace uh, everything with bugbears <laughs> perfect um i have talked for so long and that is only like that is only a fraction of the number of new gods that exist there are so many of these bastards um but those are some of the ones that, you know, show up more often than just kind of, uh, appearing once, uh, in, you know, the background of some issue of New Gods. Um, there's a whole lot of them. They have some whack stuff going on. I'm proud of them. I am proud of them. Um, did you, uh, did you have anything to add, to discuss any of that. I don't know shit about the new gods, really, so... <laughs> no, not really. I feel like I still don't know shit about the new gods, to be completely honest. I I feel more confused now than ever. I do want to read stuff about it, though, because I do want to see, like... I want to read the original, like, new god stuff, just so I can see, like... Here's Jack Kirby's first project where they're like do anything you want <laughs> i want to see how buck wild it gets like like i i know the concepts mm -hmm. which are pretty buck wild i want to see how sure. it feels on the page i also have to say i'm very curious <laughs> about this um yeah but uh, um, other than that, I did not read any comics. How about you? I did not 
read any comics. And I'm trying to remember if there was, like, news and stuff to talk about. And I feel like there was. And just like every week, I saw things and was like, oh, I should mention that on the podcast. And then uh, I forgot to write them down. So, um, I'm very sorry. Um, but, um, everybody else should tell us the comics that they have been reading. Um, you should come and, uh, talk to us. You can, uh, find us on the internet. We have Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find those at just Capes and Japes. We have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a, uh, Discord server where, um, <laughs> you can now see, uh, our hottest host, uh, posting TikToks. Um, for a second, I was like, wait, who's our hottest host? Do <laughs> you fool? <laughs> it's you! I, I'm just like, did we get another host? Because <laughs> I don't, this doesn't feel We're, like something Olivia would be saying about herself. And I mean, I'm probably not the hottest host. Did we get a third <laughs> host that's really smoking that I didn't notice? Our third host. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> okay, that would actually be very funny. Can you imagine I, this podcast with Robert Pattinson on it? I would kill and die to have Robert Pattinson <laughs> on an episode of this show. Oh, man. I have Share with me your wisdoms, Robert. Oh. Um... But yes, uh, come come join us on Discord. Talk to us. See content. Um, we have a uh, Patreon also. If you want to contribute to that, we are recording a new bonus episode. I think tomorrow is the plan. Um, well, today so the day that this is released. <laughs> the day that this comes out, we will be recording a new bonus episode. So, uh, great time to join the Patreon and get some hot, fresh, new bonus content. Um, if that's not an option for you, or you're just not feeling it, I do understand. Um, if you want, uh, another great way to support the show is to, uh, leave a rating and a review for it. That, um, that means a lot. Um, if you tell a friend about the show, that's very cool. Um, and also just, you know, just joining us, just being here with us in the space that we've created, um, like you've done today. So we would like to thank you for joining us for today's episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Also makes Batman a bugbear. Oh my goodness. Kiss me bugbear Batman. Oh.